Introductory note. King Lear is, in its picture of the tragic effect of human weakness and human cruelty, the most overpowering of the works of Shakespeare. It was written about 1605, in the middle of that period of his activity when he was interested, for whatever reason, in portraying the suffering and disaster that are entailed by defects of character, and the terrible cost at which such defects are purged away, and not even, Hamlet, displays these things so irresistibly. The germ of the story is found in the folklore of many ages and countries. Attached to the name of Lear, the legend assumed pseudo-historical form with Geoffrey of Monmouth in the 12th century, was handed down through the long line of Latin and English chroniclers, appeared in collections of tales, found a place in Spencer's Fairy Queen, and was dramatized by an anonymous playwright about ten years before the date of Shakespeare's drama. To Shakespeare himself is due the tragic catastrophe which takes the place of the traditional fortunate ending, according to which the French forces were victorious, and Lear was restored to his kingdom. He first makes Lear go mad, invents the banishment of Kent and his subsequent disguise, creates the fool, and, finally, connects with Lear the whole story of Gloucester and his sons. This skillfully interwoven underplot is taken from Sidney's, Arcadia, in which a story is told of a king turned against his legitimate son by the slanders of his bastard. The pretended madness of Edgar, and the love of the wicked daughters for Edmund are inventions of Shakespeare's. But these details are not the only means by which the improbable legend is converted into the most tremendous of tragedies. This is done chiefly by the intensity with which the characters are conceived, the imperiousness and intellectual grasp of Lear, the force and subtlety of Edmund, the venom of the wicked daughters, the tenderness of Cordelia, the impassioned loyalty of Kent, the unselfishness of Edgar, and the poignant candor of the faithful fool. Dramatis Personae of the Tragedy of King Lear by William Shakespeare Lear, King of Britain, read by Craig Franklin Goneril, eldest daughter to Lear, read by Thomas Peter Regan, second daughter to Lear, read by Sonia Cordelia, youngest daughter to Lear, read by Sonia Duke of Albany, married to Goneril, read by Brad. Duke of Cornwall, married to Regan, read by Craig Franklin. King of France, read by Brad. Duke of Burgundy, read by Thomas Peter. Earl of Gloucester, read by Thomas Peter. Edgar, elder son to Gloucester, read by Sonia. Edmund, younger bastard son to Gloucester, read by Thomas Peter. Earl of Kent, read by Brad. Fool, read by Thomas Peter. Oswald, steward to Goneril, read by Sonia. Curran, a courtier, read by Brad. Old man, tenant to Gloucester, read by Brad. Physician. Read by Thomas Peter. First officer employed by Edmund. Read by Sonia. Second officer. Read by Thomas Peter. Gentleman. Attendant on Cordelia. Read by Craig Franklin. Herald. Read by Craig Franklin. First servant to Cornwall. Read by Brad. Second servant to Cornwall. Read by Thomas Peter. Third servant to Cornwall. 
Read by Sonia. Night Attending on the King. Read by Thomas Peter. Messenger. Read by Craig Franklin. French Messenger. Read by Brad. Captain. Read by Brad. Stage Directions. Read by Brad. End of Dramatis Personae.